Hey everyone and welcome back to the Purposeful Mindset podcast. I hope by now you've subscribed to my podcast and I'm excited to share yet another episode with you. This podcast is all about creating the future of servant leadership and help more people to find true purpose and meaning to life. Today I have another amazing guest with me. His name is Imran Dean and he's become a very close friend and a brother to myself. He's the founder of the Instagram page at Investor Hub that helps people with long-term investing and also on his personal account where he focuses a lot on personal development. He was born in London, spent his childhood in Geneva and Bahrain and having studied finance at university, his vision was to become a fund manager one day. However, that all changed when he started working in the corporate world and realized that he didn't really have the passion for it anymore. We had a very interesting conversation and let's get straight into it. Imran, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so grateful that you actually said yes, that you're going to be on the podcast. Thank you for being here. How are you doing? No, I'm very good. Thank you. It's been a long time. been waiting for your podcast. Finally, you said, you said like, I'm going to do it. Um, yeah, I was quite shocked actually. You did it so quickly. You know, you... You had a goal, you set it, you know, and you achieved it. And, you know, I listened, I listened to the first one, got to catch up on the second one, but, you know, it's, it's so far so good. You know, I'm proud of what you've done and achieved in literally, I think, less than a month, I think, right? Less than two weeks, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, there you go. It's even, even quicker than that. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, like, I just want to say again, a massive thank you to you because if it wasn't for the last little glitch and the little hiccup that we had on it, uh, literally you, because of you, last minute me calling you, you helped out a lot. So I just want to say thanks for all the support and the help and everything. Um, no, no, no worries. Yeah. But I want to, sh- I, I, so this is going to be a conversation, okay? It's not going to be one of those boring podcasts where we're just, uh, we're in, where the guy just interview another person. Since we've known each other for quite a while now, we've become really, really good friends and I, I consider you my brother right now. And we've been on, we're on this journey together, personal development, mindset journey together. And I just want to kind of help everyone understand um, a little bit about, like you just share personally what you've kind of been through since you started personal development. So, how, so the first thing I want you to kind of share is what's the first kind of taste of personal development that you had? Start from there and kind of share with everyone how did it all begin? So for me, it all began actually randomly. I was on a, a train station. Uh, well, not randomly, I was going to work <laughs> on a train station. It must have been, I think, when I was about 22. Um, and then, you know, I was discussing with somebody saying, you know, I'm not, you know, I don't know if I'm achieving what I want to achieve in life. You know, I'm not that happy in where, in where I'm going. Um, and then he mentioned to me, do you set goals? And I thought, you know, it was a bit of a strange one for me because, you know, I came from a process where I went to school, high school, then I did my A-levels in the United Kingdom, we A-levels. And then from that, you go into university or college, right? So everything was set and structured. There was a three-year three-year undergraduate program. Then after that, I did a master's. And then straight, you get into the workplace and you're like, there's no structure anymore. It's all kind of, there, there's no formula, formula to achieve what you want to achieve, right? You have to go out and create your own goals. So I, he introduced me to a book called Goals by Brian Tracy. So that's how the whole journey started. So Goals was by Brian Tracy and I got really excited and I was like, wow, this is so cool. And he talked about writing your goals down and it was like a very primitive understanding of personal development. I mean, now, you know, both of us know, you know, it's much deeper than that. There's a lot more other concepts in there like paradigm shifts and other thinkings that need to go on in your brain. But for me, it was like, that was a simple thing. And it was such a simple book um, to read and it was so quick that, you know, it straight away got me on the path. And then 
from that, I bought a notepad, started writing down every day my to-do lists, and it just developed from there. And then that's how I got into more into the personal development, personal growth. And I think it comes from you have ambitions, and then you want to get better, and you're trying to strive to achieve that. And you realize your own weaknesses. You don't say that, oh, I'm, you know, I'm perfect. And I think a lot of it comes from, I don't know, in, in your case, but I think for everyone it comes from, especially personal development, it has to come from a bad place. You, yeah. You're not going to be interested in personal development if everything in life is going well, right? Exactly. You're, you're, you're going to be maybe in an illusion that, oh, yeah, I'm that guy, right? I could do anything. Everything I touch turns into gold. And, and I actually think that it comes to us at the right moment in our life. Like there's yeah. something that we're going through or there's some thoughts that we've had and suddenly because of the thoughts, as we know now, thoughts become things. When we see something in our mind one day, it becomes a reality. So back then I didn't understand that, of course, but I think it's because even for, for myself, like when I started personal development, it was because I was just fed up of working for someone else and I wanted to just do something different with my life. And that's uh, it will kind of start. And I think the one thing people think is, I don't know if you feel the same, but people think that if you're going and reading books for personal development or you're excited about that, there's something wrong with you. Like <laughs> you're, going, you're going through some depression or yeah. what's wrong with the guy? Is he all right? Is he all right? I mean, I remember when I was doing stuff on Instagram, posting and blogs and videos and people, you know, thinking, you know, is he okay? You know, what's wrong with him? And I was like, no, this is just me Find. I think for me it was I would wanted to teach it because that was the best way to learn. It wasn't necessarily like I thought I was a guru or a teacher. It's always been, and I'm sure it's with, with other people as well, is that you just share what you, what you learn and yeah. you share your experiences doing yeah. that. I remember um, a couple of years ago when I, when I first um, heard of that same thing you just said, I heard a concept called ILT, and that was the acronym, ILT. It stands for invest in yourself, learn something new every single day, and then go and teach others. It doesn't mean yeah. you become a preacher. It doesn't mean become a guru in that specific um, industry. It's just you sharing something that's changed your life, some, some kind of impact that someone had on your life or something had in your life. You're just sharing it with others. That's it. And that sharing comes across as people are actually going to get value from it. And I think as you get, I mean, once you get more and more into it, you get experience and you, and you develop, you tend to find that actually you can only teach people, you can only teach people at a certain level. Uh, you know, you, it's very difficult to go right to the right to the basics, or you know, you end up kind of growing uh, with the people. So you, the people that sort of engage with you and follow you, or even your friends, right, who are interested in personal development, you're going through a journey, yeah. and you're, you're no longer on day one, right? You're on maybe day seven or eight. Yeah. So, like you know, for both of us, we've read all the, you know, we know most of the, the concepts in personal development, right? And it's sometimes a lot of people repeat things, and then you're actually that's not quite true, right? <laughs> you know, you're like, well, you know, there's a bit more to it than that. Or when people say, you know, just write down your goals. I mean, we both know, right? It's not about writing down goals. Anyone could do that. It's actually about taking action and also creating a system that you're going to do, take that action. Um, you know, I was, I've been focusing a lot more on, you know, just putting things in my timetable, like today's podcast. If you put it in your calendar, you know, okay, I can't, I don't have that one hour or two hours in the evening to do something else because I'm, I'm devoted to this and this is this has got value to me right so this is why I'm doing that so you know okay I can't go to I can't do this because I've, I've dedicated that and there's nothing wrong with that but you just need to be aware of your time and that's time management isn't it when you know where your time is going and and saying okay realistically maybe you know I think you mentioned it as well only focus on I think you say two things right focus on you know two big things that you want to do and then keep that as your focus 
yeah, when people don't do that. Yeah, yeah I mean, people, yeah, for sure. I think people can't, like we, as human beings, we just can't concentrate and focus on more than two things at once. If, if like worst case scenario, like just keep one thing, like just one focus, whether it's you want to do, um, I don't know, you, you want to go into some kind of a sport, pick one sport and just do the one sport. Don't play football, basketball, tennis and everything at the same time. Pick one and start yeah. with that. Same with personal development. I think people kind of get it a bit twisted when they think I need to read a hundred books in personal growth for me to like change my mindset. No, you don't. You can read one book just the same way I did and just another one book. I read one page and it completely gave me a shift. My whole life just took three, six and I was like, wow. And it just took that one page. Yeah, I think for me more, what I realize is I'm just a natural learner. You know, you could say I have an interest in many different subjects I like to read and learn and yeah. I gather information and then I listen to people and say, okay, what are the most important things I need to I need to learn from them but it's all about you know going out there and actually taking out you, you learn the most when you actually take action on anything right 100 yeah. percent. I think most people just like to talk and preach things and say things but they don't do it themselves they, they've become very a lot of people have become very hypocritical but behind the scenes because on social media you can't tell you don't see yeah. them on the sto- you don't see them on the story sharing everything you know they don't yeah. as vulnerable and they're not as honest as we think they may be Whereas then you, then you follow other people that are like, no, this guy is so real. You can feel it from his energy. You can feel it from his passion. You can just tell from someone's energy and the, the efforts that they're putting in on a daily basis if they're legit or not. Yeah, yeah I agree. And I think um, anyone who's going through this process of they want to get better at something, figure out what you want to get better at first. Don't read a book to tell you what you need to be you know, getting better at, right? So you can read a personal development book and it will tell you things, but you need to figure out what is it that you really want? What is it? What is the, what is the end goal that you want? So for example, you know, some people it's, it's public speaking, right? And how do I get there? And you don't need to have, you don't need to read 10 books on, on public speaking to know what to do. You will learn from when you go and speak for the first time, you'll say, well, actually, I'm not bad at speaking off the cuff, right? Some people are very good at, you know, just being able to on the spot speak well. And for some others, it's maybe more that their body language isn't good. They can't connect with the audience. You know, there's different things. But until you actually go and, and do that, you're not going to learn, right? You're not going to be the best speaker straight away, right? It takes time to practice. I think from what I, I someone was telling me actually the other day, that even Martin Luther King, you know, the famous speech, I Have a Dream. Yeah. He wrote that a lot of times. Really? I didn't know yeah. that. And even um, even that Simon um, even that Simon Sinek, right, the, the 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 guy who we were talking about the other day, uh-huh. um, even he rehearsed that TEDx talk quite a few times. He prepared what he was going to say. And I think everybody w- does with the TEDx talk. To be honest, all the people that I know personally that have done a TEDx uh, talk have told me that oh Sadiq like TEDx something because I told them like oh I just like to wing it I just like to just go and share yeah. my passion on the stage that's my style I don't like to be like pretend or like have a PowerPoint presentation I just want to go there be myself pour my energy into everyone just so I can inspire even one person in the crowd but they were like oh but Sadiq and a TEDx talk they actually have requirements and they need, you need to be it needs to be planned and structured and you got 15 minutes so you need to put everything all your wisdom and everything you want to get across to the audience, you need to put it into 15 minutes. So, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a different, it's a different ball game. Um, so that, I mean, so I guess in a round circle, that's how the kind of journey started. It was very much, you could say in a bad place. And then I figured out, all right, these are the things that, you know, I want to improve on in, in my life, which was goals because I was, I mean, it goes back to my question. I just love doing lots of things. I'm like, you know what? T- today I want to learn drawing. 
let's draw, you know, <laughs> tomorrow I want to learn videography, let's just do it. You know, it, I just get excited. Like, I th- and I think that's, there's good and bad things to that, to having that um, kind of personality. I guess the good is you end up like kind of knowing uh, at a basic level a lot of things, but then you never, um, it can confuse you. You don't become conf- a master in one thing. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not, I don't think I'm the person who wants to be a master at one thing. I think there's different ways of, of success. You know, some people, you could say there's like a polymath who have a lot of interest and they do different things. And I've come to um, realize that that's who I am. And I don't want to change that. You know, I like to one day draw and one day do this, you know, like for example, Investor Hub, I like to talk about investing one day. Maybe another day I want to talk about productivity. And that's just who I am. I don't need to, I don't feel like I just want to be that investing guy or that productivity guy. I'm happy to be a bit of everything, right? And, and I, I thought that's growth for me and that gives me fulfillment and satisfaction. Because at the end of the day, what is it that we want in this world? We want to live a fulfilling life. Yeah. You know, we don't want to, that's why, you know, back when I was 18, realizing that actually, you know, maybe this finance and doing this investment finance for other people, when I didn't really enjoy the atmosphere and the environment, maybe isn't necessarily that specific kind of role wouldn't be suited to me because the, the, the personalities don't suit my personalities. And, yeah. you know, I need something who, who people who think more longer term, who there, and, and, and it's a pleasant place to be with around people who appreciate your thoughts and values. And that's what you need to build um, is, is what I realized. And um, it, it takes, it's a journey, right? You've yeah. got to figure out what um, figuring I think figuring out who you are is hard, but then accepting who you are is, is hard. Does they're that both, make sense? Yeah, they're both quite, they're both equally as hard as each other. But I think, yeah, I think the, it all starts with figuring out who you are first. And I think it's it's hard to then it's hard to it's your ego, isn't it? I think you know there's that thing. It's your, your ego says no, 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 I'm not that guy. And you're like, yeah, you're you're like, yeah, yes, you no, are, you are. Your voice is just battling inside of you, isn't it? Yeah, it's like the monkey and then the logical side of your brain, right? It's just like which. And that's the thing you've got to balance and say, actually, you know what? Like, for example, I can't restart the clock now and say, I want to be the best artist in the world. And nor should I try and make that a goal because that's going to take a lot of energy and time away from me, which I don't have to give today. And, you know, it should be something more of a passion project. Um, yeah, so it should be something more of a passion project. I think that was a, one of these virus scanners that came up popped up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's what all of that is with technology now yeah, but, um, so just what on t- touching on what you just said just just then about passion projects um i because i know you have a lot of passions like you you really like you said you love doing a lot of things how for the people that are listening right now that also like you that love to kind of jump into new things and just try lots of things at the same time what what's helped you change that mindset so because recently you've become really focused on doing like a couple of things now i've seen yeah that. I, I think i think it comes back to this really really good point you mentioned it comes back to your values so when i left my job um, a few years back to go into the venture capital world right startups which i'm really enjoying i did something like this um this is actually this is exactly the one i drew this is about four or five years old it's what it is is just a spider diagram for those who are listening it was just a spider diagram of what are my values and what do i um what do I believe um, kind of um, defines me? And I think I like sim- simplicity. Like, you know, I like to make things simple. Um, I like shortcuts. I just like to make sure. I like to do a lot of work, but then to make that shortcut, for example, I will build like a model in Excel just to make my life easier than I have to do it every day. So all these administrative I'll automate that. 
I like helping people. One of the biggest things I, I really realize about myself is I love helping people, right? It's a core value of my problem solving. That's all. Ambitious, the can do side, right? So these kind of things are like whatever I decide to do, as long as it fits these sort of values, then then you know that um, that's something you should focus on. So every time you you've got to be very um, focused on on whatever project you're going to do, or figure out is it something that you want to do long term, and then I say I spend more time on it, and it's managing that with time allocation. So saying for me, I know that at the moment the most important thing is kind of doing more content for Investor Hub. Yeah, um, I've started the mentorship. I've got to build content for that. It's not doing a hundred videos. You've got to you've got to manage your time and say what is the most important thing. And I think I was looking a bit more in. You've got to have a structure. So just how your days are structured at work, nine to five, right? Or your your at school, your your timetables. You've got to also structure like a ninety day plan and say, okay, I'm going to do. Let's say for your example, I'll do a podcast a week, and you know you're going to do a podcast a week, so you know when you have to. There's times the time frame when you need to record when you need to edit and you've kept that to a routine. So the one thing, you know, speaking to you, which you're good at is you keep that routine. Like, nope, Sundays I, I edit. That's what, that's what I do, right? For a few hours. But it's, it's until you have, until you create these routines, routines are like systems. Until yeah. You create habits, basically more, habits. Yeah. Until you can create that habit that you're doing it, then that's, that's when you're going to start. Um, that's, that's when that will help you focus because you will actually, I, I can't fit that into my routine. You know, so you will, you will not, you will avoid it. I think you've got to, you've got to, every time you, you take on something, you've got to think about, well, it, it's fun to do, but do how often can I do it? For example, tennis. I'm only playing it once a week, but I enjoy it. And I will ramp it up in certain periods when I want to maybe have a goal. So for example, a tournament, I will play a bit more. But you can't push yourself and let it take away other time because at the end of the day, I'm not playing competitively to win lots and lots of tournaments. I want to play at a high competitive level but I, I can't be spending every evening, you know, playing tennis uh, because it's going to take time away from the other projects I, I want to be doing. So yeah. it's managing that. And like you said, it's only, you can't, if you've got a day job, you can only do maybe two or three things outside of that, which are high value. Um, so it's really figuring out your values first. And then once you figure out what your values are and, you know, what drives you from those values, then you can start figuring out what kind of work you want to be doing. And I think those are the two that I think has helped me kind of focus a bit more. That's amazing. It's kind of, it, it, it is a battle. It, yeah. it, it, it is a battle. You know, you go back and forth with yourself. It's like, yeah. uh, you, and I think a lot of it comes from when you speak to other people, you're like, oh, yeah, I want to do that. I'll try that. And it's just being very disciplined. It's, it's, it's hard. But then everyone's got the same 24 hours, right? Exactly. So how do, how do some people achieve more in, in 24 hours than others? And it's just simply being a bit more disciplined and, and, and some people are doing a lot of things, but then they're saying, well, that's higher value, right? So I will spend more time. Um, and I think we had this conversation before, didn't we? And I think you did a, a video on it, like a pie chart, where yeah. people just say, oh, oh yeah, every month I'm going to give 20% of my time for yeah. a family. That world doesn't work like that, right? Yeah. Because sometimes, especially when there's weddings or... You have an emergency and you have to... Family occasions have Or God forbid there's a, you know, also a death in the family you have to give more of your time to your family at that point, right? You cannot say, no, no, no. I've only said, I'm giving you two hours. I'm, I'm out of there, right? <laughs> yeah. You're not going to do that. You, you have to balance that. And that's, that's what I think people find hard, I think, in the real world, is events, this and that, you know, and managing all that. So you've got to, that's what you've got to figure out. And it's not going to be, a, it's never, you can't say it's a science. That's the problem. I think people want very formulaic scientific reasons. 
Yeah. It just doesn't work like that. People just looking right. for secrets, man. They're looking for what's your secret to success. All these videos that I watch of the people that inspire me, and I just read comments because I'm an observative, observative person, like I always tell you, right? So I'm reading yeah. comments of these, like, on these people that I look up to um, on their social media pages, kind of like a spy, you know, just spying on their comments. But I learn from it because I just want to know what people thought about this certain video or this, th- uh, this certain subject. Um, and it's just so interesting that most people just ask what's your secret to this? How can I solve this in my life? Or I'm feeling down right now. What shall I do? There's no like fixed answer. There's only the, what's good. There's only, the only answer is what's going to work for you. And, and only you can figure that out. Somebody can inspire you and say a couple of words uh, just to encourage you and uplift you, which I think is needed, of course. But after that, comes back to what I always talk about. It's about taking action. It's about going and doing the thing that, you need to do to make a change because that's the whole point of of you figuring out what your purpose is in life otherwise you're lost and i think i think the biggest problem the reason why people just don't take action today is because there's just so much information out there isn't there this example there's just so much information out there and it just confuses people in that for example if i want to start a website you read a hundred articles that will tell you how to do a website and they'll all be different yeah, they all say you know do it this way, do it that way, and then you just get confused, and then you 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 try and then when you have a problem when you have a problem with one method, you go to another method, and it's just stick with one, um, and that's where I think I mentioned it in my, in my post today, which is the tools. Figure out what you what you're good at. So, in the case of a website, if you can't code, then there's no point wasting time looking at making a website with coding if there's other options which. You can use the WordPress, for example, and other tools like Wix to make a website. So you've got to figure out for you what works best. And it's the same with you for the podcast, right? You were like, okay, what, what I mean, was it Anchor? Yeah, was it? There were so many options, honestly. Like when I started this podcast, I was confused and I was this bit lost because I had no guidance. Nobody helped me. I only spoke to one person that already had a podcast and, and I got some advice from them, which helped. But even then, I was still like, okay, they, this person's giving me advice, but if I just take the advice and not do anything with it or do more research, how am I supposed to know how to start a podcast? Because I've never done it before. Yeah. And there's a lot of people right now, after I've launched this podcast, so many people are asking me like, how did you do it? Right. And obviously like I've, I've got like a structure now I've written down a little, yeah. you know, like a little, like step-by-step guide kind of thing that I know how to create a podcast now, because I know the mistakes or all the information overload that I had. I'm just simplified it now. Cause now mm-hmm. when you want to start your podcast, when all my other friends that have reached out to me and said they want to start a podcast now, I just feel like just just use this. This is it. This is the guide. It's so simple. When you need, and the one to the one thing that people should know is it. You take that action, but things can take longer than you think because you have you hit a stumbling block. Like who would have thought you'd hit a stumbling block on the logo side? Exactly. Right? Like a, like that's the thing. Like you can take perfect. You said it spot on, man. Like you can take all the action you can, like you can figure it out and you can, I can give you that step-by-step guide and you can be going through it. Like, this is really cool. so simple. But at the end of the day, one thing, just like on my podcast, how I I needed your help at the end desperately because I was like, bro, this one little piece of artwork, iTunes is not accepting. And I a hundred percent saw that it's all up to their standards, but it's not accepting it. What's wrong? And it's only because I asked for help from from yourself that you actually you know you actually did something on your computer sent me over another picture I'll put it up there and I was like boom you know and then we were, we were up we were up and running 
I think that makes that mentions an interesting point, which is asking for help, right? You know, it's it's, and I think that's the importance of people try and go on. People try to do everything themselves, and it just doesn't work. Even with personal growth, personal development, you try and do, you try, you're doing everything yourself, but you will hit roadblocks. And unless you ask people, unless you go to experts in in that, in that area to ask them, or you join masterminds and you meet people your learning curve gets very slow. And I think that's why people fail because they don't go out to quicken the learning. Yeah. So, so, I mean, reading books is fine and it's great. You can learn from mistakes, but you're going to have your own mistakes. And when you're going through your own mistakes, who's there to help you? Exactly. And unless you can figure out and speak to people who can help you at that moment in time who are at a similar level to you, that's how you're going to get out of that and get out quickly and, and learn. For example, you, you know, in your case, I know you would have done the podcast anyway, but it was like, if you didn't ask someone for help, how, how many days would that have delayed everything, right? It's, you don't know, but it's, it's still, it's, it's just one of the things. You, and by asking me, you're like actually irrationalizing yourself and saying, you know what, there is, there is something wrong, right? It's not, I'm doing something stupid. It's something is playing up, right? It also comes back to just having no ego. Like I didn't, yeah. I didn't just tell everyone I did this podcast by myself. I acknowledged the people like uh, the, the person that helped me. Yeah. Uh, give my you know, I, I actually had a call with someone that I know has a podcast you know him as well had a call with him and I just asked for some guidance asked for some tips because he's he's been doing it for a while now so I just wanted to get his take on what he's been doing what programs he uses and etc cetera, etc cetera. and then I asked you but the thing is with me it's like a long time ago I just and it's a constant battle and I think if you're listening to this right now I'm sure you're also going through this battle because I don't think there's a single person on this planet right now that doesn't not have any ego we all have it it's all inside us. We always want to want to be the best, and we always um, feel like we can do this. And I know everything, and I don't need any help from anyone else. But the reality is, trust me, we all need help. Like I remember the other day when um, I think what was it in the, in the message when you were like, "Oh my day, Sadiq needs to get pumped up." When I oh that <laughs> I sent you a Gary Vee video, and I was like, "Bro, this just pumped me up, man. You need to watch it." And then you just yeah. replied back saying. What you need to get pumped up to? I was like, of course I do, man. Like I'm a human being too, right? Just because everyone sees my Instagram account and be like, this guy's super positive. Every single day, putting out tw- uh, you know uh, two posts a day, and he's doing all this inspiring stuff and Monday motivation. But they don't see the fact that when I when I also go through struggles, I go and ask for help. The only difference between me and others is I don't share it on social media. The negativity. Because I'm all about positivity. I'm all about like giving people the boost up. It doesn't mean that I'm a fake person. It doesn't mean that I'm not being real. It just means that I don't want to share negativity in the world. I want to only share good goodness and positivity. I'm not, but I think you do, you do show reality when you. Um, I think when you were starting the podcast, there was that you know, guys, it's taking me a bit longer. And that was you know, that was complete vulnerability. Yeah. I'll be honest, the podcast journey has been vulnerability, 100%. I showed every single day the story of me sitting right here on my bed, literally just figuring it out. And I kept saying on the, on the text, on the little text I was putting on Instagram stories, figure, I'm just going to figure this out, guys. Stay, thank you for being patient. I'm still figuring it out. And I, I, honestly, people were messaging me like, when's it starting? We're excited to listen. I'm like, I know you are. <laughs> thank you. But just be a bit more patient because you're not helping me right now. I'm trying to like sort this out as, as fast as I can. Um, but yeah, the podcast, again, like for me, I think the biggest thing I learned on starting this podcast was just that learning curve. Like you have to be willing to learn. If I didn't yeah. go onto Google and YouTube and type in how to start a podcast and watch, I don't know, like 
more than 20 videos on different people and they all started differently. Some guys say this mic is the best one. The others say this mic is better. How, how are we supposed to know, right, what mic is going to work and what's not? I think, yeah, you, you, you can spend a lot of time getting the best tools that you think, you think are great, but that, those tools are just kind of illusions. At the end of the day, it's people connect with real people. I mean, one of the things that I said to you, right, which was an interesting fact is, I think research and statistics shows that raw videos have better conversions than yeah. professional videos. Definitely. And why is that? Because people are connecting with humans, right? They're not connecting with that. I mean, audio is important when you're doing a podcast, you know, when you're listening to this, you've got to hear it and it's yeah. But, you know, what, 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 I mean, do you, that extra bit from a hundred to a thousand, if it's not in your budget, then you know what you, you don't start. need to be spending like, that right. If, if, that's what I, yeah. that's what I would advise you right now. Like if you're listening right now and you're trying to figure out how to start a podcast or anything, like you're just figuring out how to start something. Don't worry too much about the tools and the resources. Worry more about like getting into your getting out of your head and just starting it. Because with me with the podcast, right? I gave myself. I actually gave myself two to three weeks. I was like, I need to do this between two to three weeks. I made the decision on a Wednesday after after Steve's event. I remember when he said the two platforms are, are going to blow up right now or are blowing up right now is LinkedIn and podcasting. Because if you're not on these two platforms right now and you're not posting content, you're really actually left behind. But you're never too late. You can still start now. When he said that, you're never too late. You can still start now. It just I just had a lightboard moment. I was like, damn, I need to start. I remember coming straight out of the event, straight out of the, literally out of the cinema hall that the event was in, took out Instagram stories. Guys, I was starting a podcast. I don't know how I'm going to do this. No clue. Seriously, I don't know what the... I don't know nothing about podcasts, but I'm just going to figure this out. And I promise you guys I'm going to, I'm going to launch it soon. And yeah, you got everyone fired up. You know, you got everyone excited. Have you had moments like that in your life when you've just got like super excited about something and the people that you're closest to or the people that know you were like, Imran, like, this is a different you, man. Like, what's going on? Um... Yeah, I think, like, I mean, there must have been moments where, like, I've done that. I think, um, trying to think of now something, but that's happened recently. Um, I think eight years ago, when I made my first website, I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to do it. We were in, like, it was a community, a non-for-profit organization, right? We're making a website for an event. And they're like, oh, yeah, we need to kind of get a registration phrase. This is before Eventbrite and everything, right? I'm like, yeah, I can, we can just make a website. And they're like, can you do it? And I was like, yeah, why not? <laughs> so I just got pumped and did it within one weekend. And they just smashed it. And they're like, wow, you did it. And then I just got better and better. And then, you know, now, you know, I can do websites quite quickly because, you know, once you have a formula or, or you know, we talk about formulas, there is no formula, but there is um, in your head, you like everybody knows the steps. You know, there's a thing um, I read, I think, in, by actually Jordan Belfort talks about it, which is you get to a point of unconscious um, competence, yeah. which is you're not even aware and you're just doing it and it's just so easy yeah like for you when you do your video edits on uh on inshot i'm like what you do your subtitles that quickly like you could just do it very quickly yeah and now now but when i started remember how i, was, I used to tell people guys look at my eyes and you know <laughs> i remember when i first started i was trying yeah. to hold the whole timing kind of aspect but yeah you're right um i yeah. think sometimes when we when that's when something that we want to do and we're truly passionate about it becomes a habit in our life and we stick to it. So we keep our word, we be of integrity and we stay consistent. That's when magic happens. 
because yeah. I know I know you've mentioned many times about about my content and just about my my life in general. You know that when I say something, I do it, and you've seen yeah. it for yourself. You see it every day on my Instagram account how consistent I am. Put like Monday to Sunday, I know what content needs to go out on, on each day. Meaning, I know what I need to what. If a quote's going to go out on Monday, I know if it's Wisdom Wednesday, I know if it's Sunday's Minute Motivate videos for YouTube. Like I know every day what type of content of mine needs to go out because I plan in advance and I think planning is important. I want you to share a little bit about planning because I know um, when, you, when you recently got your, your planner or your journal, I think it was, and you started sharing with everyone, like the bullet journal. Yeah. How, how has that helped you? Yeah. How has that, like... How, Basically, um, share with everyone how did that help you or no, I think um, it, it works when you are somebody who has so many ideas get excited, gets excited so much you sometimes need somebody or a, or a structure to kind of set your your day up because otherwise you just you kind of go with the flow and you just lose your focus um, and the bullet journal and uh, I'm writing down and, and focusing on these are the things I want to get done on my to-do list and, and doing it in a more creative way because I like to be more creative. It really helps and frames your thinking. And I think when you are somebody who just gets super, you know, gets super, can get distracted and gets a lot of things, you know, wants to do a lot of things, get, you know, also finds it hard to say no to people. You, you don't then point. have anything backward and say, well, actually, you know, I've got four things I really need to get done. To. And you, you plan, you make sure that, that those are the things that you need to focus on and everything else can wait. Um, you know, you set up your week, you set up your month saying these are the important things. I mean, I've done that um, with my goals for the year, you know, saying, okay, this quarter, these are the, this, this is the quarter when I'll do these goals. For example, you know that I had that exam. So I was just like, this second quarter of my of the year is just going to be focusing on the exam. You know, I don't have time to do that much anything. So all that tennis and, you know, going to the gym and, you know, that third quarter. And now I'm focus back on the gym and I've lost I think like five um, pounds and oh well done man so you know I'm getting back getting back to where I was maybe a year and a half ago you know so you're halfway there and you know you just and and the funny thing is I'm not always thinking about it it's not always on my mind Um, I'm just I just know that okay in the evening I'm going to the gym and I just enjoy it and I think that's the the level you've got to get to when you're doing things that you get stressed about it and say oh I need to write this blog post today then you're just not going to enjoy it and you're not going to do it if you create that kind of mindset and that's where it's the power, it's the power of your mind and taking the action, isn't it? If you, yeah. and it's the perfect thing that like, you don't create a reward for you taking that action. You just aren't, it's not going to happen, right? You, no matter how much you think is good for you, you know, it won't. For example, if you just got into podcasting because you think it's, you can monetize it and make money, that is not going to help you every day. You, you know, that logo problem, you're going to be like, forget this. I'm not yeah. going to do a podcast. So it's so hard to do. Well, forget this. I can't find enough guests, right? You'll always just give up because your your goal has never been to do good quality podcasts um, for an audience. Your goal is how do I make money from it? That's just the me. That's just the, that's just kind of the, the brownie points for it. It's, you've got to enjoy the process of doing it. And I think a lot of people talk about the process, the process, but it's you have to repeat it, right? It's true because everything comes over a repetition of a period of time. Nothing comes. You know, there's no such thing as an overnight success. And if there is, you lose it all, right? I mean, perfect example is if you look at most lottery winners, they all go bankrupt. Yeah. Within, within like the first couple months or something, isn't it? Yeah. And that's your overnight success, isn't it? That is, that 
that is a result. that's what happens when you have overnight success. Yeah. It it comes overnight and you lose it overnight. The quicker you the quicker it comes, the faster it goes. That's what I always say. Like, and that's why me and you, one thing I noticed when I first met you, when when you were talking about investing and investor hub, um, the first thing I noticed was we both think long term. We both were yeah. just talking about subjects that we're thinking like 10 years ahead from now. Like we're both going to be in this place 10 years from today because we're just so clear on what we both want to do. And we just make, we, we're just patient people. I, I think we both have that patience. And I think to get patience, you need to just understand that life is a journey and every day comes and that is, will go. And I think the other thing, um, and, and there's also going to be, when you're on that journey, you're going to find people who you're going to listen to. And then, you, you know, you're going to maybe get inspired by them. Then as you solicit them more, you get, and I think, unfortunately, we live in that society. And I think I want to say that is there's certain people who are not, who are, bit, who are a bit disingenuous and they're not real, especially when it comes to some of the guys you can follow on social media. Like you said, like, you know, I think both of me, you know, we don't, some, some of the people, we don't like their style or, you know, they'll say one thing, but then they behave in another way or they're trying to teach people how to do things. And, you know, they're not really showing there's a bit of arrogance in what they're saying. And, um, you know, you, they will actually, there's a few things that have gone your way that, that have done that. Right. And I think that's, um, you've got be- people are not hundred percent transparent. Yeah. That's the truth. Like, I think like the people that know me, they know me in real life, whether in real life or on a podcast or on a video or on a story, they know that's just Sadiq. Like sometimes I, I make mistakes and I say wrong things because I'm just human at the end of the day. I still make mistakes and I make, I, I say silly things as well. However, the thing is with, with the one thing about me and, and also yourself is we are just transparent. We don't hide little things about our life. We just share it. We just say it because like, what's the worst that can happen? I, like, I don't really care about other people's opinions, right? I, I, I talked about that on my first podcast, about mm-hmm. my journey when, when I had the paradigm shift of me not caring about what other people think about me anymore. Once that happens in your life, trust me, everything becomes quiet up here. Everything is way more peaceful. And I think that's interesting because that paradigm shift, something I learned from Bob Proctor when I was watching his videos is yeah. paradigm shifts are actually habits that we, we've had these, when, especially when we're young, we have these habits and, and um, behaviors that are kind of in our subconscious and we don't realize it. So for example, I clearly have had something in my subconscious, which I like to get excited about a lot of things. Yeah. I don't realize it. And that can sometimes prevent me from taking action. Um, so you need to have a paradigm shift, which is doing something repetitively to kind of knock it out of your system. Right. So that your brain then it kind of rewires the brain. Once you've done it repetitively enough, you can then start to do that um, kind of unconsciously. And I think that's um, the reason. And that's why kind of I level. You. Yeah, got a book off. Go for yeah, that's, that's how you get to that unconscious kind of level of competence, right? Is is having that paradigm shift, and it, that comes from repetition. It doesn't come from overnight. Yeah, I you know I read that one book, and that was it. It changed my life. No, you you took action. You read that book and then you're like, I need to take action on this. And you did it for a long period of time. Yeah, definitely. Like, and, and I think it just comes back to the consistency. Like, it's just because we took action, but we didn't stop. We didn't just try it for one week, you know. We didn't just do personal growth for one month and let's see how my life changes. Do you know the worst thing is, bro? Yeah. You know the worst type of people that I get really annoyed by? And I'm going to just be completely honest about this right now. The person that when I meet them, and they're super inspired and, you know, they're so pumped and they read all the, my, all the personal growth books in the world and I'm like, well done. And they talk about law of attraction, right? And then they talk about law of attraction and they're like, 
man, I just sat there in my bedroom and I wrote all the affirmations, all the things I'm grateful for. I wrote down all my goals in the next six months and I just keep asking this source or this, the universe for this to come to me, but it's not coming. What do I do? Well, my, my, my answer yeah. is literally, please understand what you just said. Take, it all, take all that context. Now you go and do it. Go <laughs> and do something. Stop sitting on your ass and wishing for things because that's wishful thinking. You need to, yes, do all of that stuff, but then you actually get out of your house and you go and take action, do something. I mean, a perfect example, yeah, a perfect example is I believe I can lose weight. You know, you, you think about it, you're like, today I'm going to be 10 pounds, you know, in three weeks I'm going to be 10 pounds lighter. Okay, yeah, you believe that. It's all in your head and your mind, and you, but you brought your, your physical body needs to take that action and you need to eat well you need to go to the gym and you know to exercise to get to that goal right so you can have you can have strong beliefs but it's not going to come from you right that's going to help you go to the gym consistently that mindset but it's not going to actually get you to be at that gym for 60 minutes right well that's that takes actual actions and efforts and you know i was i was listening to um you know, here's my tennis kind of coming in, but I was listening to Rafael Nadal. Obviously, he's one of the best tennis players in the world. And he beat um, a guy who is known for his bad behavior in the tennis court lately called Nick Curious. So Nick Curious, the, the night before the game, up, right, having a pint right before his big match. That just shows you that he has no, um, whilst his mindset is, he he wants you know he he wants to win right he doesn't he doesn't take the actions on court he's got the talent and he's got the right kind of behavior. like he's got he's got a winning mentality and he can win big matches but he cannot he does not put that effort in in day in day out for it to materialize because that you know it comes from athletes right you can have the right mindset but if you're not taking that action look at Kobe Bryant basketball he would train he would be up, you know, 4 a.m., just, just shooting hoops, just to get that rep- repetition in, just so that he was, nobody can outwork him, right? And that's the level you have to get to is of working hard. And it, we're not talking about burning out, right? That's something we could talk about is, we're not saying all out, you need to recover. And recovery that's is... 24 super- hours, yeah. Yeah, it's seven to nine hours. But you need to be, that's what you need to figure out, is this high value what I'm doing? For example, if you are doing something... That's where you maybe you need someone to delegate or outsource, right? Or, for example, like, you know, yourself, you will get somebody to do a really nice logo because you're not going to spend three weeks yourself learning how to do a nice logo. It doesn't make sense, right? Why? When you can get a really nice logo done and you give the, the, the work. And that's where you've got to figure out what you need to be spending time on. Um, I think that's where people that get burned out. Actually, like, that just, you just reminded me of something, actually. I think this, just coming off what you just said is our network is important. Like our mm. network really is our net worth because just because you spoke about the logo thing, like I haven't got a logo for the for the podcast yet. I just I just created my own with the logo and uh, with the with a simple font and stuff because I'm a simple guy. I just keep things nice and simple so people can just see it and understand. Um, but I knew that I'll, I'll have to have a logo or something that represents the, the podcast um, or just my brand because my my brand actually doesn't have a logo. It's just always just Coach Sadiq. So because of one of my contacts or because of someone I've met on Instagram a couple of years ago and just like yourself and all the other people that I meet on, on social media, 
in, in, in our world today. Like the network I've created is just so amazing. Like we, I just help them, they help me. Everybody just helps each other. And we're not egotistical. We don't have, we don't have expectations of like, oh, if I do this for you, can you do this for me? And just, I think that's yeah. yeah. And I think that, that's the point. That's the point. Is where it's um, it's helping somebody because you're helping them. It's not helping somebody because you want something. Want something. It was something actually. Um, this is quite important to my heart. And you know. One thing you mentioned is I like to help people, and actually that comes from subconsciously. Um, my grandfather, before he um, passed away, had written a letter to his kids, and in that letter he had said that you know the number one thing you know you should always do in life is help others and help others in a selfless way. And um, obviously, being a, um, a man of faith, he said that, and then God will reward you for that. Um, help He will protect you from any any um, suffering that you will have. You know, if you're just a selfless human being that helps others and you put other people's wishes ahead of yours and not for the sake of any return, but for the sake of betterment of, the, of, the, of them, that you do things which are good for them, then that is what you should do. That's amazing. Uh, I think that, yeah, that's always had that framework. I've never really actually never shared that. I don't know if I've shared that with you, but no. that, that letter is the letter that has an impact on me. And, you know, just above me, um, you know, as we were talking, there's a picture of him, and you know that it comes from faith. Um, and I know people, you know, spirituality, you know, is something. But I think anybody who's in personal development will eventually have some views on spirituality, whether they believe in a in, in the unseen, in, in a creator, but they will believe that there is something there. I mean, that's essentially, like you said, the law of attraction comes from, right? Yeah, it, it comes from a greater understanding of who you are in the place of the world, and. Yeah, it's like that's what your network is. Your network is you are helping others because and you're trying to help them out for themselves, you know, not for anything in return. And and that's the way it should be, right? And in the world we live in, you know, as long as you behave like that, then hopefully you can stay on that right path. Right? It's just a shame, man. It's just a shame how so many people are just doing things because they want something. I see it all the time. Like I see people all the time message me because they want me to post something on my story or share their account or just, just, just little things that I can do, but I don't do because of the principles, because of my values, because I'm just like, you want me to do this because I know deep down you really want this out of it. Like you want this benefit from it. And I think that's, that's something. So I've learned, I think that's something I tried to balance. I realized actually I helped, you know, like you said, you, you help, I remember you saying you help too many people, right? And they never give anything back to you. Yeah. But not sorry, they're giving anything back to you, but they're not they're not being good to you. Like what you said, not giving back, but you'll help them. But they, if there's somebody who treats you badly and you're helping them, then sometimes you just have to be a bit careful because if it if it affects you and it's not you know, you're not having real relationships with people, then you you know you should stay away from that. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't you know, in any relationship it's always a give and take as well. Um so, you know, if you give a lot, then it's also your energy and time given, right? So you can only help someone as much as you can give them help. But, you know, that takes a lot. You know, you, if they don't respect that because they're just taking and taking and taking, then, you you know, there has to be a balance between where you step back as well. Definitely. Uh, yeah, I remember we had that chat as well. Like, for the people that are listening as well, just for you to understand this, it's really, really simple concept. But it's like, you, can, you, you can't help everybody, basically. That's the simplest way I can put it. You can do your best by being a servant leader and just just giving out and you know giving your love your positivity your energy to everyone that you can do you can constantly be spreading positivity constantly be spreading good vibes into the world but 
there's more than 7 billion people on the planet and you can't just help everyone. You can only help the people that want to be helped. You can give advice to someone and you know what? Most people would take it on the day and forget it by tomorrow because there's a concept that I learned a long time ago is people take something in one ear and it just comes out the other. And that's the world we're living in today. Like I, I, I learned recently actually that the, the, the attention span of a human being is worse than a fish now. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. That's really bad, you know, attention span, yeah. like literally eight seconds or something. A human being's attention span now is about four to five seconds, less than a fish. So oh, wow. right now, if you're still listening to the podcast, well done, you've made it through to about 50 minutes. But the people that started within one minute in, they got bored and they just cancelled it and they, they went on to doing something else because, not, not because they didn't want to listen to and it. And it goes back, to, goes back to my point that, you know, long... And, and the thing is, because people are short, short, short attention span, any time they give longer to something, they will value that more because naturally, right, anything you listen to for longer or you get to know somebody for a longer period of time, you build a stronger connection and bond with them. And I think that's why, you know... Um, I think social media is great, but there's also negatives where you just, it's quick content. And that's why I said that sometimes you've got to take a step back and have a longer term, longer term, longer term play and view on things. Yeah. I think that's why, um, even I think a lot of, a lot of the time you mentioned this as well. Like I can be posting one minute videos on social media, but people only get to know me every week for one minute. All right. Whereas a podcast now doing this podcast will allow people to see how I speak, how, what I'm doing, what kind of, what kind of guests I'm inviting, what kind of conversations I'm having, am I being scripted, am I robotic, or am I just flowing, going with the flow and just having a conversation with someone because I just want other people to kind of spy into conversations that I have with my... And I think, and I think the one thing I, the one thing I, this is my view of, of, of the podcast, where it's going, and uh, obviously wherever the podcast goes is it's kind of where the journey takes it, but I feel like you're speaking to people who are on that journey. They're not... Then let's say you're on a, you know we're all climbing a mountain. You are not getting people who are close to the top of the mountain or the peak of where their where their kind of performance is, their influence. You're getting people who are just maybe halfway through that journey, and you're saying, well, how did you get to that halfway line? Like, how did you get halfway up the mountain? What was your kind of lessons and mistakes? What are you doing to get to the top? So you're getting people at that level. So if you think of a mountain, you're like, yeah, I'm not influencing people right at the top. Um, you know, I'm influencing people who are in the middle, who've gone on a journey, who are influencing people, um, and are still trying to get to that top. Yeah, definitely, you know, you're right. And I think it's a shame that most people that I've seen personally starting a podcast or they're doing their podcast right now, they're all too worried about that those verified people. You know, they want the verified people. They want the people with 50k followers and a million followers. I genuinely don't care. You can have 500 followers. You can have 10 followers. But if I know this person and they have 10 followers, but I know their heart, I know what, they, what they're doing in their life, I know they've only just come on social media, but outside of the social media world, they're like a superhero to myself, or they're super inspiring and they've done something to change the world or to yeah. have an impact on me. Like I know some people don't have a social media following, but in real life, they are just amazing as a human being. And people and I think need to listen yeah. to those conversations too. That's amazing. No, that's a really, really good point. I think um, it's like, I get, it's exactly what you said. Like people care about the likes and the engagement, but at the end of the day, I remember I was getting some, sometimes you get messages from people saying, you know, that post you did really helped. And like, you know, that was really useful. And I, and I, and I achieved something. Like I remember last year, a girl from India was going through like getting into like a US university. And I kind of helped her get out of that negative 
kind of phase. And I was like, wow, I, I mean, she never, that person never contacted me, never spoke to me, never, I didn't really, possibly liked my stuff, but I never knew that, you know, you're having that impact. And that's what you care about, right? At the end of the day, whilst you're also learning about going on that journey and you're teaching people what you're doing and what you're, and what you're learning, you are actually having impact on other people and they're finding it useful. And, and that's, that's what's key, right? Is, is, that's, yeah. that's, that's why I always say as well that don't focus on the numbers and the likes and the followers. Don't just forget about the numbers for once in your life. Forget about the numbers and focus on the real human interaction. Focus on actually getting to know one person fully, understanding them, their energy, like being of service and just not wanting anything from them, but just connecting with a real human being on the other side. Because that's what life is about. It's about, you can listen to all these podcasts. You can listen to every video. You can watch every video. You can watch every movie. You can watch every inspirational video you find on YouTube. But if you don't go and connect with real human beings, and this is something I'm super passionate about. Because I think all the success or so-called success in my life that I've had so far has all come from the people I've met in, in person. And I, think that's, and I think that's where actually real success comes from. Because when you're doing, when you're building relationships with people, you have to meet them in person, that human connection, you get a feeling. And as humans, we can read people. I know both of us, you know, meet people off the social media platforms. And we say, actually, when you meet them, things are a bit off. Yeah. Like, well, who they are on social media is like, is not what they are. Like, it seems that they're more, they want something, you know, when they meet you in real life, it's, it's more me, 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 me. And, you know, there's that narcissistical element, right? Yeah. I think a lot of, you know, we talk about a lot as well, like where a lot of influences and, and then said that they're quite narcissistical. No, well, they're not narcissistical narcissists and they, you know, are in love with themselves and they have that self-love. And sometimes you see that when you meet them, you're like, actually, you know, I want to, you know, want to connect with you. I want to get to know you, not know an idea about you or, you know, the, the, what, you know, and they want you someone to fall in love with the idea versus the person. Yeah, it's so true. Do they have of themselves? But. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've been on the social media game for a while, actually. And I think that's another, that's another kind of topic in itself that we can yeah. do another time. But just, just since we're on the topic, why do you think a lot of people tend to be different on social media than they are in real life? I think sometimes people use it as a platform, you know, they have insecurities and they try to, from that insecurity, they portray another image of themselves online. Some people might not think that they are, I guess in the visual platform, like Instagram, maybe they don't think they're good looking or whatever, right? So they go over the top and maybe post a lot of images of people. And I think both me and you know, I think, you know, one account in particular that's yeah. gone down the other extreme. And, you know, and you sort of say, okay, fine. But, you know, you can see that insecurity and people can tell, right? Yeah. So I think a lot of times that's when people, you know, they behave differently to who they are in real life to person. Because I think social media takes out sometimes magnifies the, you know how they say on camera, it adds 10 pounds. I think social media literally magnifies any problems you have by by 10, right? If you're a funny person, it maybe can times it by 10, but also if you have those insecurities, that can come out as well, right? In in how you behave and and act. Yeah, I think in in real life, somebody is like, legitimately, they could just be a really nice, genuine person. But on social media, it's almost as if they make up themselves into this other different person and they think that it, at the end of the day it's just because they want to impress others like you said it's an insecurity they just yeah. want to feel good and want to be known and because when people become famous or they or they 
suddenly they get a little bit of power in their mind. That's when the ego comes and eats you up and be like, yes, you're the most powerful. And that voice in your head comes and takes over and that's it. You start doing things that you never do in real life. There's a famous politician actually who says all power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. And I think I fully, fully believe in that, right? You know, you get, and that, and that's the thing that I think both of us realize, right, is that you've got to be humble and you always, being, having humility and being um, a person of service has to ultimately be your goal, right? The minute you get power and authority, which you will get on, on social media, you know, when you get those followers, you're getting, you know, you're getting, you know, a lot of people listen to your podcast. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm a guy of influence now, right? But you cannot abuse that. Yeah. And, you know, you've got to be respectful of people who listen and appreciate what you're saying. Um, sure. and, and that comes with actually being authentic and, you know, not promoting products which you don't believe in, not trying to kind of scam people, you know, not um, charging people $100 <laughs> for things, you know. <laughs> you, you don't you got it. You got You're very passionate about one particular, one particular thing that happened to you, but no, like I, I, I think it's fine. I, I think it's like that's why I think it's, it's been. It's the long term game, right? It's the long term game. Like if you actually just said, "Hey," like if I said to you, you know, Sadiq, right? That little podcasting, you know, pay me pay me twenty dollars and I help you solve your logo. I mean, it's not about that, right? You're not trying to monetize relationships with people, right? It's long term. You if you said that, well, exactly, <laughs> like building value and trust is like you know what, actually, you know, I'm going to try, like, you know, when we went for coffee, right, first time, or the second time, right, you know, I don't mind paying because, like, I enjoy the company, right, it's not about that, and you can, you know, and also if you're picking a place and you, you know, you, it's feeling comfortable with people, right, and and that trust, you can't break that trust, you can't try and, try and like, rip people off and scam, and that's why I think you've got to have the balance between what's a client relationship and what's, you know, what, what are your, your friends as well, you know, where, where you say that actually this, if you're working, you know, if you're an agency owner and you're giving value to a client, you've got to say, okay, this is what I'm billing you for. And then that's clear, right? Everything has to be transparent. That's it. And it comes back to the same word again. It's just transparency, vulnerability, humility, just being authentic in bold writing on the screen. Authentic is the biggest Mm. thing that I think most people are lacking right now. It's just, be yourself you don't like one of the one of the biggest things i told myself when i started this podcast was i don't want this to be an interview show i don't want this to be me i don't care if i bring the most inspiring person on this and they're expecting me to give them a whole spiel of how is it going to go what questions they can ask me i need to know in advance i'm not i'm just going to be like i just want to have a chat like we're just talking on the phone Because I want people to listen to the genuine conversation that I would have personally had with you if I was yeah. speaking to you on the phone right now. Ask you got you got to be you got to be yourself, man. You can't be you 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 know you can't be a uh, Rambo and you, you can't be here character. You know, no matter what, you can't be. Um, you've got to and being your. I think the thing is be your being yourself. Maybe a hundred million people won't like you, right? <laughs> That's okay. Like you might not. you be you being yourself means that you might not be liked, but like. 100 people exactly. but that's okay I mean that, that's not what you're aiming for you're aiming for influencing I mean the rule is there's like 10,000 true fans that if you have 10,000 true fans you are doing very well and that's a successful business and that's not a lot right in, in, in a global world we live in um, but it's about connecting with people and there will be people that will connect with, with you right nobody's going to connect with, with nobody's going to like every single thing about you right that's just strange right 
know, I'm not, you know, you're not going to like everything about me. I'm not going to like anything about you. And that's, it's not about that. It's like what you're trying to give in terms of value people appreciate. And again, your content, not everybody's going to like every single video. Exactly. And that's okay. That, uh, at that moment in time, you felt that that was the need for you to express that. Yeah. And that's how and most people um, actually do content. They don't just plan it in ahead. They just do content based on the need of the marketplace. Yeah, yeah. What, what they're feeling and what they believe a lot of people need to hear right now and it just comes out in the moment. That's why yeah. people make content. It's like when we started doing those videos randomly, right, on the street and it just that blew up, right? Oh, another hand post. Yeah, just like, oh, we're just having fun. Like, you just recorded me and I was like laughing and you just start recording and you're like, bro, what are you doing? There's something in front of you. I was like, yeah, what do you want me to do? You just walk into the lamppost. And it's like that yeah. genuine authenticity that we both had and just having fun, enjoying life. And at the same time, yeah. you ask a serious question. I'm just like, boom, like whatever comes to my and head, I, say it. And I think that's the first time where you kind of, uh, people maybe saw that a bit about you, right? And even like you think a lamppost is a bit of vulnerability, right? You're like, oh, wow, this guy. <laughs> This guy's going to hit a lamp right? So yeah, that's the thing. And then I think you can't overdo it. There's the right balance. Yeah, yeah, it's true. The balance is important. Um, but yeah, like, I, honestly, like, I, I really, really appreciate all, all the value that you brought to, to this podcast. Oh, that's good, man. I, I think the one thing I'm always impressed with is like, I'll tell you what, it's like, I go on LinkedIn, you post to LinkedIn. I go on Facebook, you post to there. I go on Twitter, you're there. I'm like, what is this guy, man? He's everywhere. Like, it's just always there. And I'm like, so, so I can't miss it, which is like amazing, you know? And I'm like, that's why I respect you, right? Because, you know, you, you do what you say you're going to do, right? You take action and you pass, like you're passionate about doing it, right? And you're not trying to, you're not doing it to monetize you. You're generally trying to be passionate, right? And even when we were at university and you connected with those kids, I mean, those kids took some value, right? Yeah. And that's all it is. It was not... Even, even, the, even the last... Oh, this is my first thing. This is just a journey. Yeah. I'm not bigger i remember you're like no i'm gonna do more of these connect with people i mean i remember you even saying and you spoke to some kids as well and it's like i just want to connect with them and they appreciated it so much yeah and that's- it's literally just quickly just to touch on that as well that the event i just did the last one i just shared an instagram story on it at the time of this podcast um and i just shared like a little feedback form that was on a newsletter at some of the at the, at the school slash college um, that came to the workplace where i'm working at the moment where they came for like a work experience week and I went and I got invited to go do a speech there for an hour. And honestly, like almost every single, I remember when I was speaking at that event, almost every single one of those, those young adults was sitting straight, all listening to me because I have so much passion. Like I, they felt me and they saw me so different because the whole week, I'm pretty sure the whole week they were just shadowing normal employees at the workplace that just showed them these are the file cabinets this is the this is what we do here this is this yeah. that's where we go to get coffee and we'll just they'll probably just saw all the robotic um lifestyle of a, a corporate environment yeah. where then i came along a random asian guy just comes along and just does like just super inspiring and just t- talks to them about positivity and to be grateful mm-hmm. about life and it just touched them and they left that feedback and honestly, this is the reason why I love what I do is because the feedback that I get from others, I don't care what age they are, where they're from or who they are. I just want, I just love that feeling. You know, I just love mm. that. For me, I don't need to make money. My, for me, money, I always say, for me, money is other people's energy. Yeah, yeah. The feedback and the compliments that I get from others, that just gets me pumped up to just go and do more, to be more of service. You know? Excellent. But, yeah, I see but I just want to say thank you so much for all the all the love that you and all the love and support that you've given me in the last like two years of me knowing you 
and again, like if for those listening, I'm I also no, no, no Instagram and we became really good friends. Um, and I, now I just consider him a brother. So we we, we get up to a lot. If you if you don't follow us on the, on our stories, we get up to a lot. Sometimes when we meet up, and it's just, we just have fun and enjoy life. I think that's what it's all about. But before you yeah. go, as you know from the last couple of episodes, that I've, at the end of the show, I'm going to start doing this this thing called the final four, where I'm going to ask you four questions randomly. You don't know what they are. And you just have to give a quick one-line answer. Okay? okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay. So the first question I have for you, and I wrote these down today specifically for you. The okay. first one, if you had com- if you com- if you had money and time freedom in your life, where would you live and why? I would live in um, London. Central I, I would still live in um, London, probably a bit more in maybe the country um have a nice house swimming pool uh, gym inside so i wouldn't have to then travel a lot outside of that and the reason why is because london and you know well actually if i said outside london no but the uk is like the greatest country in the world right we have the best of you know we have democratic system right and if the environment allows you to do so much if you live in a country which you know is deprived of the structure is corrupt then it's very difficult to do well right in life sometimes you are product of the environment and you know we are fortunate to live in a, in a kind of a free country that allows us to do so much um and not, not the u.s necessarily i felt maybe for the u.s it was a bit too bigger and i like a bit more of a small you know being able to kind of walk around a lot you know you like me my 10 minute walks so yeah. i like to walk i don't like to drive a lot to go to one place or another more like your 30 minute walks right well it's 10 minutes but everyone says 30 minutes but it's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay well that's that's really cool like I, I i agree with you like i think we live in one of the best countries in the world no matter how how busy it is and no matter how many people think that it's too busy and there's too many people coming here and it's too overpopulated i still i'm so grateful that i was born here i live here and i will i always will live here because i just like you said it's got an amazing system and security just the way most people should have in life and i know other people in the world are suffering and don't have almost close as what we have so i'm just super great super grateful every day that um that that was born here okay second question is which one book should everyone read and that same book that you're going to say also had an impact on your life principles 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 by by ray dalio uh big book but it's really it it talks about life principles and how how you want to live your life and how you want to work and um it's being, uh, it's teaching people how to kind of deal with life. You know, it goes talks to work principles, life principles. And the reason I had the impact on my life, I read it when I was 18. When wow. It was a small PDF, free version on his website, about <laughs> work principles and how you go about building a you know, meritocratic sort of place, workplace. And uh, it was just, I just enjoyed it a lot in terms of how you go about debate with people and being honest. He was just like, be, be really super transparent with people. And honest, and that's how you get debate and how you progress. You know, you said anytime you have an idea or, or, or something, you have to um, challenge it with the smartest people, and they will. And then from that, sometimes they might disagree with you, but then you have to take that view and your judgment. But as long as you tested it with the smartest people that you can find, then you can figure out if you're on the right path. So, yeah. so, so yeah, that was that's the book I think they were reading. It's just it has a lot about life and principles that you know people should read. The big book. Principles by Ray Dalio. If you're listening, that's yeah. that is something I'm, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to pick up the audio book now and listen to that. Yeah, that's no, really good. So definitely, do. I haven't actually read that book, so I'll, I'll definitely check that out. 
Okay, the third question for you is if you could spend 24 hours with one person, who would it be and why? 24 hours. If I had what, sorry? So if you can spend 24 hours with one person, who would you spend it with and why? I think it would be you, right? I think you are the, you know, the energy, right? Up and down, right? You know, <laughs> bouncing off people, right? It's just, it would be fun. 24 hours, right? We would have done so much, right? We would have probably <laughs> conquered the world. No, but I think I think is you can have that time, isn't it? Because those twenty four hours, right? Without we'll fun, we'll have the high energy, and you you want to be like, oh, I've got to go edit my photos, so you go do that, and I can do my I can read my book. Yeah, right. There was yeah. enough space and stuff. And <laughs> I love that. Yeah. If you're listening right. right now, he said he wants to spend t- twenty four hours with me, <laughs> just mm-hmm. to take my energy and then tell me to get lost so he can read his book. <laughs> <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. Okay, but other than me, which other person do you really look up to that you would love to spend twenty four hours? Um, you know what it is? I wouldn't want to spend 24 hours with, like, just anyone on their search like that. I think you spend a few hours with them. I think 24 hours is quite a long time. But, um, you know what? I, I know this is a bit, that for me, it would be probably the, the kind of from a faith perspective would be like the prophet, right? Because for us, we learn about who Prophet Muhammad, right? Who he was and what he, uh, how he lived his life, right? And, you know, being a role model for me. Yeah. If I could spend 24 hours with someone, it would be something with, with, with that person, right? Yeah, um, you know, understanding how he was and how he kind of behaved and operated. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's just amazing, like the, the values and the character characteristics of a human being at, at, at that type of level. Yeah, and even at that time as well, right? People don't realize at that time of West Side he was. Yeah, exactly. So it was a long, long time ago, many, many years ago. Yeah. So okay, cool. That's well. That's really, really interesting, actually, because I didn't, I didn't expect you to say that. I thought you would have said Ray Dalio. Or <laughs> one of um, greatest and I think it's for me is if you want a lifetime of lifetime of um, advice and lifetime of of inspiration, and you have to have somebody of faith in, in my perspective. But you know, everybody is different. Yeah. Again, it depends on what you value, right? What your values are. <laughs> Again, yeah, it's true because everybody's different. And, 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 and we all believe in different things and again like I always say we have to be, respect other people's beliefs as well so yes. we, can't, we can't just be like oh this is my thing and everybody has to do this that's also ego like a yeah, lot of people yeah. come to me and say like why do I do certain things or why do I act in certain ways and I always come back to faith as well I always remind them that oh by the way like you know I'm a Muslim so I also I also have my faith and, and this is my purpose in life as well so that, that yeah. also kind of reassures them that, oh, okay, this is why he's so clear in, in his life. Yeah, um, no, yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay, that's, 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 a, that's a really good, um, good answer, actually. Last question for you. Why is personal development important to Imran? Personal development important is to me is because I want to reach my full potential. I don't want to have lived, I don't want to have me sitting on a, when I'm 70 to 80 years old saying, if only I had done this, if only, if only, if only. I am prepping myself up here to become the best person. For me, personal development is the training of the mind. You go to the gym to train the body. Personal development is the training of your mind. If you don't try and develop and improve yourself every day from the mind and the actions you take, the habits you form, the actions you take, and you avoiding distraction, then you're not going to get anywhere, right? And you need to train that mind, and that mind can develop and get stronger, right? The neurons, you can build more neurons. And um, for me, that's why I do it for training the mind as you train the body. Love that. Love that. We're going to end it just there because this style is a perfect ending. Tra- so for him, personal development is important because just like we train our body in the gym, he likes to train his mind to become basically the best version of himself. And that's something that we are both really, really passionate about. 
So I'm going to end mm-hmm. it on that because I think it's a beautiful way to end this podcast. Imran, I just want to say thank you so much once again for coming on here. Great, man. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to catch up with you very, very soon again, man. Thanks. Cool. Take care. Yeah. I'll see you soon. If you're still there, I just want to say a massive thank you for your attention and your time. It really means a lot to me. Please do me one favor and subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends and leave a rating on whichever platform you're listening to this. It would honestly mean the world to me. Thank you so much once again. I hope that this episode brought value and inspiration into your life and I'll see you guys next week.